Well, well, well. Here we are. The newest of studios. South Jersey, baby. We're getting old. No longer in the shitty. No longer got to worry about my car getting broken into and my house and all the shit that comes with living in this city. Anyway, new studio, new episode. Coming to you live from Haddonfield, New Jersey, hometown of us now, myself and my wife and uh, Nick Sirianni and his family also live here um, in a different part of town, as you might imagine. <laughs> Welcome back, people. We've had a lot of things happen, a lot of shaking, a lot of bacon in the league, a lot of trades, combine. Uh, we're going to roll into, we're, we're going to stick draft this episode. We're going we're gonna to give you some... Um, some decisions for your dilemmas, which is why you listen, right? You want to know who do you take if you are in pick one, three, if you are at pick one, seven, if you are uh, sitting in the middle of the second round, who are you going to be choosing between? We're going to tell you, and who do you want to take out of those people? We're going to give you enough to make a sound decision. Let's put it that way. It's for damn sure. Four, three, two, one. My favorite weapon is a tank. I'm going to open up a bank account just for this leak. Eh, don't question my methods. I was riding the market while I was hot. Take my balls, not my pick. <laughs> and of course, by work-life balance, you mean dynasty life balance. I, I'm blown away. I'm blown away. When your world revolves around fantasy football, dynasty is life. What's good, Trip? How we doing? It's nice, oh, nice man. studio, nice house you got here, Paul. Thanks. Thanks. New, new chapter in your dynasty life. New chapter in the dynasty life. New facilities. New facilities. For uh, the elephants on parade. I'm digging it. Thanks, brother. Yeah. Well, we got a special guest today. Okay. Uh, Mr. Corby calling in. Uh, another league member picking picking at 1-3. It's a big spot. Big spot. I and would argue it's not that big of a spot. Well, this is up for debate. Yeah. This is up for debate because it kind of all depends how how things shake out in the NFL draft. We're pre-NFL draft still. And we are coming off the combine. Yeah. So I think we do you know, there's some notes from the combine. I think we start with that. It's Moose in the background. He's riled up about something. He likes the suburbs, all the squirrels, you know. Oh, he's having a blast. <laughs> blast. I think he's lost like 10 pounds already. <laughs> he does look Unbelievable. Who <laughs> went from 140 to 130. I'm a, I'm a big dog, folks. Real big dog. He's training for the combine, Paul. He's, yeah. He could definitely play linebacker. Um. Combine was interesting. Uh, I, I spent a lot of time watching the running back workouts just because Good. there were so many players that could go from round two to undrafted. That That's how was, you follow the assignment, my friend. Yeah, this was a more important combine for running backs than a lot of years. Yeah. Wide receiver it's was deep. interesting. Running Tight end. Is deep. Tight yeah. end is deep. Tight end was very interesting. Um, I think there was more change in the tight end rankings than any other rankings post-combine uh, for running backs you know leaving no doubt Bijan Bijan it was just 
effortless, like really effortless. Like these other yeah. running backs where they just looked like they were trying so hard not to fall and move around these cones <laughs> and these bags and catch did, the ball. Did, did they look like they were trying hard not to fall because of how good Bijan made it look? Because normally, like, I don't... These drills don't are tough. The, no, these are tough drills. And there were, there were people, like, you know, messing up the drills, you know, maybe slipping. And he just... He seemed to just, like, float the entire time. He was yeah. faster, stronger, and the main, main thing that I came away with was just smoother. That's His what, movements are direct, so confident, yeah, and it. It, it just looks so easy, honestly. That's what sold me on chris olave last year i was low on chris olave and then i saw him in the combine and i was like holy crap he was just making it look easy that's why i didn't see it yeah. before yeah and that, it's interesting though yeah i mean he's definitely on potentially i think a class of his own he looked like he was playing a kid's game and these other running backs looked like as they should fighting for their lives and big contracts and it just it, it was that different he was a tier above um i took a few notes uh, i thought Despite his size, Deuce Vaughn really stood out as well. I don't know what's up with uh, Kansas State, but we just watched the uh, Final Four, and they have a point guard who is the smallest point guard, and they have this running back who is the smallest <laughs> running back, and they just build around these tiny stars. But uh, he, he was awesome. I'm excited to see what his career pans out to be, and I want to see what the NFL thinks of him. Because he could go in the third round, he could go undrafted. He's so small, and that's the only knock on him. His PFF scores are high every single year. His tape is good. Everything's good. He's just he doesn't have the size. His combine was great. So I think the draft capital is going to be really important for him. There was a time where he was a highly ranked running back projected to go in rounds like two or three, but it was a couple years ago. Yeah, I mean – I don't see a huge fall off. It's it's just what do the NFL GMs think of his size is really the only thing, the, the big question mark. I think He won't get drafted. You don't, don't think he's going to get drafted? <laughs> I, I mean, I've seen some mocks where he does not get drafted, and it's yeah. just insane for how productive I think it's crazy and how too. great he was. I think it's crazy, too. I think it's just I think it's just so much that the running back position is so undervalued now in That's NFL a great point. circles. But Somebody's going to draft him or sign him undrafted, or somebody's going to get yeah. a player. Um, I think that Charbonnet and Devin A. Chain solidified themselves, to me anyway, in Tier 3. Um, I think there's Tier 1, Bijan, Tier 2, Gibbs, and then I think there's Tier 3. And right now for me, I think that's uh, Charbonnet and, and A. Chain. Uh, just looking at Charbonnet versus the other running backs, he looked bigger, he looked stronger, he looked faster. Yeah. He, he stayed an extra year, so he's a little older, but he looked to be the beast out of the group, just like standing next to the other players. And A chain killed it forty, uh, you know, every drill. He, he yeah. was awesome. Charbonnet's relative athletic score, which is basically where they take your combine measurables and factor in your size, was like point one three below. Bijan Robinson's. And you could see that he he was, you know, like I said, Bijan was on another plane. But after that, Charbonnet looked, without pads, without other players around, he looked to be the best. Yeah, looked the part. Yeah. I, historically, too, if you look at the running backs that have become successful, there's not a lot of guys who are 
you know, if, if we're about to talk about it in this episode, <laughs> like if you're choosing between this guy and this guy, a chain Charbonnet is a decision. I think a lot of fantasy managers are going to have to make probably around picks nine, 10, 11. They're completely different humans. Something like when that. When you look at them completely different. And like historically, you know, the little guy, the little home run hitting speedster has not been the one to turn into like a fantasy stud running back. If you look at the, the guy who's got that build, yeah, you know, even if they are a third, fourth round pick in the NFL draft, <clears throat> they seem to be more likely to be successful. Yeah, Charbonnet is not falling to the third, fourth round yeah. in the NFL, and he is not falling to pick nine in rookie drafts, I do not think. But all that said, we shall see. All that said, NFL drafts look up. A-Chain may be an exception <laughs> to that rule. <laughs> anyway, it's a deep running back class. Yeah, and I guess the other player that looked good in drills um, was Chase Brown. I know people have been yeah. questioning his tape and um, whether his game really translates to the NFL. He looked good at the combine. I don't think it's a huge deal. Uh, Roshan, Bijan's backup, also looked very strong. Yeah, he's another guy with uh, with that beast mode build on him. Absolutely. Wide receiver wise, it was an interesting interesting result. Uh, just when it comes to like, especially to re- when it comes to relative athletic score, because some of your higher ranked guys didn't score that well. Just because they're smaller, when you're Smaller, it's hard to score high. Um, but I think there is something to be said for the fact that, you know, a lot of this wide receiver class is highly touted, but it's it's murky. It's murky at the top. It's murky in the middle. I feel like it's a kind of a crapshoot, uh, you know, and a we'll call it a, you know, middle high class crapshoot. <laughs> um, because I think you're dealing with some pretty elite prospects in in my opinion. You know, JSN, Addison, Johnston, Downs. Those are kind of your I'm leaving somebody out. Um, but we're about to talk about this in a second, with so I don't want to get too far into it. But I mean, I don't know who you're leaving out. Maybe Hyatt, maybe um, Zay Flowers. I don't, I don't know. You, you nailed the top. Did I? <laughs> um, yeah, Addison Johnston and uh, oh, Jackson, Jason, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I guess you got Boutte in there, but <laughs> he's going to fall more and more as the NFL season approaches. But yeah, I mean, really for the wide receivers, like it didn't do much for me. Um, I think it solidified JSN a little bit more just because he was. His three-cone drill was elite. Yeah. And that's what you look at when you're trying to chop up those cornerbacks is how quickly can they get in and out of those breaks. So Yeah, a few people talking about him potentially going to the Patriots, which will be interesting. Yeah, and he did run a 40-time in Ohio State's pro day. He ran a 4-5-3, which I'm absolutely happy with. We we didn't think he was going to be blazing speed, so I'm actually – I'm very happy with that for a 40 time for him. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's get into this here. Get into the good stuff. Let's get into this. Um, I will say, actually, we probably should make a note about these tight ends because Mr. Darnell Washington showed up. Darnell Washington, (laughs) Luke Musgrave. Yeah. Supposed to be a really high pick. All the guys that you expected to be good. If anything, 
the guys who were behind Michael Mayer sort of moved closer to him or passed him. He fell the most of any player after post-combine. Like I was saying, the yeah. tight end kind of shifted a little bit more than anywhere else, seeing him fall. And I'm actually loving his ADP for rookie drafts now because of it. Yeah, yeah. You know, you've got to, you've got to go back to the college football season too because there's so much to be – these guys are so close, a lot of these tight ends athletically. I do think Darnell Washington, you know, with the sled drill thing, definitely showed people that Crazy. He, he's maybe next level when it comes to being a blocker. But just an exciting tight end class. Zach Kuntz from Old Dominion, perfect 10 relative athletics for him and Anthony Richardson. Yeah. Um Guy needs to be in the Olympics. Yeah, crazy stuff. These guys are nuts. So, anyway, they put a they put some good stuff on 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 tape there at the combine in the QB, tight end, uh, and running back world. Wide receiver, not as much, but they they are who we thought they were. So, um, yeah, Darnell Washington being able to block like that, he's going to get himself a lot of snaps. A lot of snaps reminds me a, a of little snaps. bit of um, being able to block like that and then turn around and make a one handed. Grab behind your back in the end zone is is a rare feat. Yeah, not something everybody can do. He reminds me a I little do bit it every Tuesday <laughs> yeah, of uh, Jelani Woods uh, last year, but Woods doesn't have the uh, understanding of the game and blocking ability. So while I think they're same in terms of their receiving and athletic ability, Washington is going to get on the field so much more at this point. You have to think, yeah, at least at least starting off. Tight ends develop slowly, but yes. you got to think that jumping right into it, he's, we'll see, man. This tight end class could, could buck that trend, especially Darnell Washington yep. and Michael Meyer. Yeah. Am I saying that right? Mayer? Mayer. Mayer. Yeah. Kincaid, of course, is the number one receiving tight end in this class, and he did nothing but show that as well. So, yeah. They showed out. Can't wait to see those guys play. And who do I want to see play the most if I am drafting in a specific spot, I think, is the <laughs> question that we're really here to answer. Hope you enjoyed the little combine recap, but we are uh, we're, we're switching gears here. Um, Combine's nice, but the draft. The draft. And, like, let's get real. We all got a thing or two riding on this. Um, bragging rights, you know, life. <laughs> because dynasty is life, so I want so, my life to be good, Paul. Yeah, I mean that is uh, that's generally generally what we all strive for. So let's bring Corby on. Okay, we um, we all have a little stake in this game that we're about to play here. Um, Corby's drafting at three. You're drafting at two. Two. You were drafting at seven, and I want to talk about that pick because I think that's an interesting pick. Okay. I'm drafting at 2-4, and I think ultimately dynasty fantasy football players are faced with the question of, okay, I'm sitting at pick five, and I know that one of these three or four people are going to fall to me. Who are those three or four people? Okay. We're going to give you that. And then of those people... Out of the three of us, <laughs> what do we like? What do we not like? Who would we take in a certain situation or not in a certain situation? I don't know. We'll see how much we can get Corby to give away about his team. Corby, how are you? 
What's up, fellas? <laughs> I swear we're not here to swindle information. Huh? I, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, no information. No <laughs> <at> all. <laughs> Corby's a perennial top top dog in our league. I think he's uh, been in the championship a couple times now, last couple years. Unfortunately, I think it's been three years runner-up. Wow, oh that's a crazy stat. You're like the Buffalo yeah. Beals. <laughs> or the Andy Reid Eagles. God, the Buffalo Bills, man. They have almost got to feel like they have it worse than us. Yeah, speaking of Buffalo Bills. They are, yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, all right, Corby, I'm going to turn you up yeah. a little bit here. Um, <clears throat> so, you, and also, fun fact, Corby, you just moved to Charlotte. So you're going to have a number one pick coming to town. Wow. That's kind of interesting. Congrats on the move. You know? Very interesting. Yeah, very interesting move by the uh, now hometown Charlotte Panthers. I think they got hosed on that deal personally. I think they gave up a lot, but again, we'll see. Um, I just I think historically, I don't know when it has ever worked out to give up that much draft capital and a top wide receiver um, to go after uh, – you know, potential quarterback, which obviously that, that's what they're going to go after. But we'll see. You know, we'll see. We'll see how it turns out, you know, for him, obviously. But it is um, a deep quarterback class. <clears throat> it is. It's, it's very deep. Generally, you're more successful when you draft the best of a good class. That's true. So if there yeah, was ever. What did they move up? Really have this, they, they had the seventh pick, or then what did they have? What did they move up? I think they moved, up. I think they moved up from seven. Nine. Nine. Nine, yeah, okay, right yeah. Us. That's right, and now the Bears are there. Bears have right. nine. They might not be done trading. I don't know if they're going to stay with that number one pick or, or yeah. what, but. I did I did see that they might try and. Uh, Sounds like you might be listening you know. to some uh, local uh, Carolina radio down there, Corby. Yep. <laughs> no, I actually, the radio down here radio down here sucks. The sports down here sucks. They, I don't even think they, you know, I, I barely watch the Hornets. I, you know, I never even see them on TV that much. Uh. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely weird not being a. Uh, I came home for the Super Bowl. I was back for a, a very short weekend, and man, what a what an awesome feeling that was! Just you know, getting up there, going into Wawa, and just everybody, <laughs> everybody just decked out in Eagles gear. Go bear every yeah. which way you want, dude. You could get was a, chants erupting. Chants were erupting. Uh, yeah. full fledged yeah, fight song. Yep, and the lot lines at Wawa, unbelievable. Yeah, it's uh, it was, uh, beautiful. Yeah. Well, I'm glad to hear you're stuck with us radio wise. Um, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, this dynasty draft is is going to be a doozy. One because it will take place live at my pseudo uh, belated bachelor party that is in a location to be determined, and that will not be broadcast into the world. And because it's a deep draft uh, with a lot of interesting stuff going on, some elite prospects. A lot of people, well, this is the first debate, right? This is like we couldn't even get past this in our pre-show call because we're talking about, I'm sitting here going, well, I think we should talk about pick three because I think the draft really starts, the dynasty draft. By the way, this is single QB, 10 team. We put it six-point passing touchdowns on this thing, though, so there's some value to the QB. We just do it a little differently than all these crazy super flex people out there. We love you super flex people, but this is what we're doing today. And... In that scenario, I think the draft starts at three because I think it's like almost a shoe in that it goes Robinson Gibbs. Um, but 
not with this, not with our, not with our league. But there we go. That's the thing. I, I don't think Pat Ray has a first pick. There's no way Robinson doesn't go one. He, he, yeah, he can. I mean, barring injury. Yeah, even if all right. So let's just say he. I mean, he could potentially go with you know Jackson Smith and and you know then Bijan falls number two. It could easily go that or but he he has to take Bijan. He has. He has to. Take to he is going There's to take no Bijan when. Uh, when Najee was in the draft, he was trying to trade me like all of his future assets to get the number one overall pick. He's definitely thirsty yeah. for that RB one. I think he's still butthurt uh, about taking Clyde Edwards Hilaire over uh, <laughs> Jonathan Taylor. Oh man, miss of the century! Yeah. I never would have done that. Ooh. I never would have made that pick. And I, I know, but the thing but was, I think I remember so, that though. Yeah. Every like there were, it was not consensus. They were saying JT was. You're right. Take some it, time. Yeah. Um, and it, w- it was consensus for a lot of people that, you know, Tyler right. Blair was. Yeah, you're right. But that I, was I, a, no, I such a minute. steadfast did not fall for that shit. But, yeah, yeah, you're right. That was the case. People were telling him to take CEH. But yeah. I, I also don't think that's the situation here with Robinson. I think Robinson's, you know, he's that dude. He's so not going to make that mistake, yeah. I'm not going to worry about that. But, all right, so we've got the three of us in agreement on that. Pick number two, I trip you're going Jameer Gibbs. Stop! Stop with the smoke screens. We all know <laughs> this isn't this isn't an up for discussion. And there you know, is, and Corby. Full disclosure: we don't have to, your pick three. We don't have to talk about this in reference to your roster. But I do think because I haven't looked at your team in a minute. But and I don't know if you go wide receiver or running back. But I think it's a wide receiver based discussion because there's three wide receivers there, maybe four that are kind of hard to rank. Okay. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I agree with that. To I me. mean, I, I would like you guys to make it harder for me and just let's just say, for argument's sake, Bijan one, Jackson Smith goes two, then three gets, you know, three gets tricky yes, at that because point. If, if you need a wide receiver uh, yeah. and Jameer gives us still on the board. All right, so let's say let's say you need a wide receiver and it go and that happens. JSN's yeah, so, and you're choosing between Gibbs, Addison, and Johnston. Yeah. Or Downs. Or Keishon Butte. <laughs> <laughs> I think there it, it depends right on the need. So obviously that, that goes without saying of, of whoever's, you know, of whoever's drafting. Um, I think there's there's a couple guys that you definitely look at depending on your needs. But there's one guy that the value at three, it would be, it might be a stretch for a running back at three. Um, in, uh, in, in, I think you guys have talked fairly high about him, but Zach Charbonnet. Oh yeah. Um, I, I think you knew you're coming he, down think, that one. <laughs> yeah. In this, hold on before you continue in this mock, it goes, we ran a mock of our league in sleeper before this, before this episode. And it went Robinson Gibbs, JSN, Addison, Johnston, Charbonnet. Yeah, I mean, so he could whoever gets him at that point. I, mean, I think that's a yes. That's a really good. That's that's a really good. I'm kind of surprised he's actually risen that much. But I I was high on him last year. Yeah, if he had came out last about, year, we he talked would've... about how he should have never went back to school. Yeah. Now now Corby, um, I'm in the I'm in the thought that the draft really starts at pick four. I think uh, JSN Gibbs and Robinson are are going to be one two three and. Some order. Now, I'm not ruling out taking JSN because 
you know, say he goes to a team like the Chargers or the Chiefs or one of these ideal situations. Yeah. Is there a world where you would trade your third pick to me to jump me to get to pick two? Or is that just not something that you're even worried about? I like where this is headed. Yeah, no, I mean, to be honest, probably not. I mean, I don't need to right now. And this is just, I'm giving up a little bit of my, you know, so I'm not going to give up too much, but I just, I don't, wouldn't see the need to give up assets to get that one, you know, to, to move up. So I, can, I would I be can perfectly that happy with, plan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, I mean, we, hey, listen, <laughs> let, let, but let, let, let's, let's hold on a second. Okay. I will always, <laughs> don't write anything <laughs> off. Nothing exactly. gets written off. <laughs> they exactly. take it away and they um, want it more. Oh man! Exactly. I will always uh, uh, talk. Actually, that's not true. Me, me, and Trip went back and forth with uh, the trade, and 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 I got a little feisty with him with with the offer. It was it was a Paul Pedro slap in the face. I heard. I'm I was, not going to talk. I heard I was thrown under the bus. He told me about it. Yeah. <laughs> he and said I would have expected not... this from Paul. So that's fair. <laughs> Exactly, and we don't. We're not going to go into the details of it. I don't think that that's. Uh, I don't think that's what the people need to hear right yeah, now. But yeah. I'll always, I mean, uh, hello, I'm always looking for a black trade. Are you nervous about the Austin Eckler situation? Um, because you, yeah, have, you he ends up going. You know, if he ends up getting traded to like I don't know some some crap running team like the Falcons or something, then yeah, that would suck. <laughs> um, but as as of right now, he's under contract, so. Uh, I'm not super worried about it because they kind of control him yeah. right now. I hate to say what is it, it but... with Chargers running backs being stupid about their contract values and not realizing that running backs aren't getting paid right now? He's either yeah, gonna stay in a... it sucks for them, but yeah, he's either going to stay in an awesome offense in in yeah. the Chargers, or he's going to get traded to a de- a team that really needs a running back where he's going to be highly utilized. So I'm not I'm not concerned about Eckler right now. Hard to see him yeah. going somewhere and not being utilized. I yeah. guess I had to ask though because. Um, Secretly, I'm trying to figure out if there's any chance you would take a running back. I just didn't see that coming. I don't think – I think this man's looking for a wide receiver. This is what I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, like I said, I mean, there, there's two guys, I think, again, without showing <laughs> too much of my cards. But I, you look at, at Charbonnet and you look at freaking – I mean, Quentin Johnson being listed at 6'4". If you like those humongous wide receivers, you look at him. I will say I mean, in the college football playoff, he looked like a – there was a little Julio Jones-esque – Oh my goodness! Move. Yeah, I mean, I know Jordan Addison is blasphemy. I don't know. It just looked like him that one in that one moment. But I, you know, blasphemy. I didn't see that the whole season. I probably. How big is George Pickens? I believe he's six two, six three. Yeah, he's a big. He's like that's you know, it's one of those monster wide receivers that go again. Depending on what offense he's, you know, who who drafts him, right? I mean, I, I. I first, I do again, not you know, giving up some, but you know, yeah. I, depending on what team drafts them, you know, you, you think I'm thinking short term right now. I've come up short in, in the championship, so I'm looking for somebody that can, you know, hopefully play right away. So, um, so yeah. you taking Pickens or uh, Quentin Johnson if, uh, if that was a uh, situation presented to you? <laughs> that's, a, that's a very good. That's a great question. I mean, you. It's an interesting trade. I think, yeah, knowing knowing what you have with Pickens, I don't know. I don't really like uh, what's his face though for the, the QB for um Pickett. Uh, yeah, Pickett. I'm, I'm I don't know. I'm not sold on him. That could be a, a complete mess because he he looked he looked pretty good at you know, but I just I don't know about him. That's just me personally. The man with the gloves. Trip, would you trade George yeah. Pickens for like pick one nine? 
Hell no. Interesting. You already offered it to me. Did I? <laughs> Why not? Who am I going to take at 1-9 that I take over Pickens? That's the question. That's the problem. <laughs> Have you thought, exactly. about, have you thought about answering it? I mean, if Corby wants to think about that 1-3 for George Pickens, if he likes uh, Pickens better than JSN, Addison, and Quinn Johnson, then we got ourselves a different conversation. Yeah, I think that's, again, that's a gamble I wouldn't need to make right now. I would be comfortable <laughs> taking, you know. Well I'd played. Be taking one, it's a, yeah. Well played. Because it, it is. It's a gamble. I mean, that three, is it's such a value, it's such a high-value pick that I don't think that Pickens by himself holds that right now. And that, that, could be, that could be wrong. He could turn out to be a you know perennial top you know six wide receiver top five wide receiver but yeah, right yeah. now in that offense I just don't see it happening so um, that's for, for the next you know two to three years it's interesting though so you're saying the draft starts at four JSN's lock top three yes so I think for pick three I think All you right. just take whichever one of those three prospects I mean, falls listen, to you yeah the mock says that too and I I think that's what I'm gathering out of the two of you so I don't know Corby <laughs> sounds like he likes Addison a lot too. I do like Addison. I mean, he's I, I, I really do like Addison. Um, but again, if Gibbs fall, like it's such it's such a good problem to have because you have Addison, Johnson, Gibbs, and I like that. I'm I like Charbonnet as well. So all right, all right. Give well, me let's... any one of those the, those four. I think at number three again, depending on what you need. Um, and then yeah, it really then that then you start to get into those like people really start getting some value at, at six, seven, eight. Seven, eight, nine. You know, if, if these guys fall. The thing is, though, like I, I do also try and evaluate some of the other team needs. Like Carlos needs a quarterback. Sorry to say, he needs one. <laughs> yeah. So I would not be surprised if he drafts a quarterback. One. It is. Hysterical. It gives me a chuckle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just like definitely like bad luck. A lot of bad luck there. Because if you look at his roster, Poor guy. He, he has te- like he's acquired talent. Yeah. It just hasn't panned out. Corby, there's something I disagree with you about in the, that statement that you just made, though. I that? think that that six, seven, eight spot is like a death trap a little bit, more so than a value place. And well, that's again, I think a QB. I think Carlos could take a QB and really just himself again <laughs> <laughs> he's at take eight. a QB Carlos take he's, a QB. <laughs> he's at eight they've got they've got Kayshawn Booty going at eight and then uh does he have four Michael and eight Mayer oh, yeah, at seven and Charbonnet at six actually I think five's a little risky too see I, maybe you're, risky, may, yeah. maybe you're right trip maybe you're right it starts at four but let's just hypothetically let's say you're sitting at seven okay that was my original pick that was your original pick, so you traded it to Danny in some sort of scenario, strategy, scheming, <laughs> shadiness that you're that you're doing, and uh, he's got it now. And in this mock, Gibbs, Robinson, JSN, Addison, Johnston, top five, Charbonnet six, which is like pretty much everyone we just talked about off the board. Yeah. So who? Yeah. That's like. I, there's some risk even in that top six, I think. Um, there's definitely more risk in the next four picks. Yeah. Um, and starting with seven, the mock has Mayor, Booty, Downs, A-Chain. Yeah, I have four 
kind of players that I'd be looking at if I'm sitting at pick seven, uh, two running backs and two receivers. We, I think we're all in agreement that if Charbonnet falls, which probably now he won't because we've all been talking about him so much, um, that he's the clear pick at, at seven. And then I'm looking at A-Chain, Josh Downs, and Jalen Hyatt. And I'm deciding if those players go to a good NFL team, if they fit on my roster, and if I like the NFL fit and my fit, I'll stay at seven. But if not, I'm desperately trying to trade out. Interesting. Corby, if you were sitting in seven, would you would you consider tight end or quarterback there, or would you be because Trip did not? I, I mean, I think if you absolutely need a quarterback, then yeah. And if you're like, I was obviously super high on Joe Burrow, that's why I drafted him in the second round, and that panned out really well for me. <laughs> um, but yeah. I think this, this the QB draft is like, I, I think our. Our team, or our, excuse, our our league is, is fairly smart. It's a it's a deep QB draft, so yeah. I, th- I don't think you need to take the, a QB there unless you're just super high on, you know, Shroud, Young, um, uh, or even um, uh, dude out of Florida. So like, Richardson. I don't think you need to. If yeah, I think if you unless you're looking to make a trade up in the the you know the, the second round just to draft a QB, but um, and again that tight end, I don't even know if you take a tight end there. I think that might be a reach just, again, the way that Lily drafts, you know. Yeah, I mean, the mock doesn't have a quarterback go until 2-2, uh, Bryce Young, and then and then again at 2-7 and 2-9, which is interesting because coming out of that combine, Anthony Richardson with a perfect relative athletic score and just looking like one of those guys that's going to be able to get away from anybody and rush for 1,000 yards while he throws for whatever. But yeah, he, not a lot of college games to prove it. A lot of fantasy experts, not saying we're one of them, but a lot of them out there right now saying that he's catapulted himself into the number one spot in Dynasty. I've had him as as the number one quarterback for for our settings. Because we are a 10-team league and we're non-super flex, Mm -hmm. I want that super high ceiling at my quarterback, right? Because you can get, you know top 20 quarterbacks pretty easy but if you want to win you know you want to be top five in your quarterback position because there is a little bit of a drop off that so I like his ceiling and I would probably uh, go after him if I was quarterback needy High it's, not bad. it's really not yeah yeah, yeah I mean <laughs> if, he, if he's starting right away too and in, in the right and the right team gets him yeah I, I I don't have a problem with that whatsoever I he could put up serious points. Corby, I would not take him did, at seven. I would not take him at seven. Yeah, but Corby brought up the real issue for our league. You, you went right for the kill in this conversation, and that is that is Carlos at eight. Because you're yeah. right. Carlos needs he needs a wide receiver so badly, but he needs a quarterback even worse. He needs a, well, he he needs even worse. I mean, it's a key, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm Oh, that's he does. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. He's four two. He's four and eight. Oh, okay, yep. okay. Well, he's got to go wide receiver at four. So uh, there you and go. And he doesn't have he doesn't have a second round pick. So you think that he he reaches for a QB? It, I, it absolutely makes sense. Yeah. Um. But yeah. you know, and that's where it gets interesting. Then into the leading, you know, going up into the second round. I think that's where it gets. Yeah. It, it, I'm, it, I'm. You know, I'm next. I'm next. So whatever he does. <laughs> That's awesome. I think that's benefits you. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Where's, the, where's the applause button? There it is. That's, that's great. I cannot wait. Oh, man. 
the sound drop of an evil laugh that I'm going to procure for this draft, just waiting for Carlos's pick, is going to be demonic and evil. And <laughs> I'm going to enjoy every minute of it. Um, thanks for pointing that out. Really, really glad. You really made my night. So I really have no idea what the hell I'm going to do at, at pick nine. But I think the debate as to whether or not eight is too early for one of these quarterbacks is definitely interesting. I think in our position, it, I mean, in Carlos's position is a unique one, but maybe you just do it. He's probably going to have to look to trade out of that and try and recoup some extra draft capital maybe, or they're trade might, back into the second round. Somebody really likes I mean, chain or somebody really likes, you know, downs. You could see. I mean, listen. Maybe, I got a quarterback for Carlos. I got Kirk Cousins. You know. I think you should give him a call. I think. I think maybe we should. <laughs> I should have had him on the show today. I didn't, I didn't yeah, know right. I, didn't I will say something else. Out of this. As, as, as I think I've mentioned this before, Kirk Cousins, as as as, uh, as big of a choke artist as he is in real life, he puts up points in fantasy. Dude, he's a he's regular. A, I mean, he's got Justin. Yeah, I, I, I mean, he's been hurt a couple of years, but yeah. <laughs> I worry that they might take one of these quarterbacks, the Vikings. Where are they picking? They, yeah. They're, they're late. They're late. Yeah. But he's just been in the same kind of, like you said, but like during the regular yeah. season, doesn't do great after that. I, I definitely see them as a sleeper uh, quarterback. Like he'll go, he'll go, he'll give you the two, 275 yards, three passing touchdowns in a game. And then just completely choke, you know, we're coming down the stretch in December. Yeah, and so, <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't have... the Hawkinson addition has been yeah. is is really good for him too. I feel like they're more. See, I don't think they're going to take one. I, they're not that kind of franchise, but they might take like a second, third round guy, maybe Tanner McKee yeah. or Jake Hayner, something like that. Will Levis falls head and hooker if I they think, like him. Dude, I, I think could Malik see them Cunningham him. is a sneaky, uh, sneaky potential like you know solid nfl backup that people are kind of sleeping on who's that malik cunningham quarterback from louisville he's like a poor man's lamar jackson but he's but (laughs) but like he looks pretty good at the senior bowl anyway um that's yeah that's an interesting spot so if if i'm sitting there at seven and all those guys are off the board i think i'm probably taking josh downs I think that's who I'd go with at seven. Yeah, I agree. I mean, and yeah. in our mock, like some of these guys, some of these running backs in the second round, middle of the second round, that goes Evans, Tucker, Bigsby, Flowers. The second round is looking good. Some of those guys are in consideration yeah. for me at seven. Yeah. Honestly, I don't think Michael Mayer and I don't think Booty are accurate in this mock that the computer did. Yeah. So mock I would probably move all those players up like two spots. Um, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. So instead of Mayor, Mayor and Booty, it goes Downs, A Chain, Hyatt, Bryce Young. That sounds accurate. I'm not so high on Jalen Hyatt. Well, well hey, listen, not high on Hyatt. We'll <laughs> leave it at that. <laughs> but I, I like some things he can do. I yeah. don't know, Paul. I, I mean, have to wait for well, a rookie receiver tri- ranking episode. You were on. You were on Sean Tucker early. 
Yeah, Tucker and Downs were kind of the guys uh, I was really liking during the college mock, season. That's who this mock has me getting. I love, love that. <laughs> love that. <laughs> yeah, you guys got to go back. You guys did the uh, you, you did the 2022-23 combined. You guys definitely you – you, where's your notebook at, Paul? You gotta, we got to see good where – uh, Just take a look at that. Where, where you guys were you know, ranked. I think you guys – I remember, obviously, um, talking about Bijan. I think you guys well, took him one, and then I can't remember where everybody since, else fell. I think then, JSN was to Jameer. Or, I forget, but since then, last episode, we did what we called just like instinctual, hadn't watched any tape yet. Who would we take in like the top twenty-five picks of this draft? Okay, and, and that went Robinson, Gibbs, JSN, Addison, Johnston, Tucker at sixth. Sean Tucker. That was that you? That was probably trip. Sean <laughs> Tucker. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Maybe it, was, maybe it was me trying to get one over on trip. I don't remember, but let's go back and listen. Uh, Charbonnet at seven, Downs at eight, Mayor. Evans, Hyatt, Flowers, A-Chain, Bigsby, Banacanda, Booty, Parker, Washington, and then quarterbacks. So it was, it was yeah. uh, <clears throat> interesting. It's not super inaccurate. I would say A-Chain's moved up a good yes. bit since that original conversation. A-Chain up, Tucker down. Banacanda's not even on the radar in a lot of mock drafts now. You got to stop uh, <laughs> Amanda betting, Paul, because that was one of your Amanda bets, too. I really just like donating to a good about In August of 2022, when we did the, the combined rookie mock draft of these two draft classes, it was Bijan 1, JSN 2, Brees Hall 3, Jameer Gibbs wow. 4, and Drake London 5. Wow, yeah. Oh, okay. We're going to see what's happening with Drake London still. Interesting. And what's his face, uh, the tight end? Kyle, trip. Kyle Pitts. <laughs> what do you think about that, Corby? All about. Chuckling over there, huh? I'm feeling grateful. We're, we're going to see. We're, we're going <laughs> to wait and find out. That's a wait if, and find out. Listen, if the Falcons draft a quarterback here. They're not. They're they're waiting for they're Caleb not. Williams or Drake May next year, I you believe. You think so? That's think Carlos so. said he was God, riding with Ritter. I'm like, there's no way. way. <laughs> I, honestly, I've Ritter's been gonna hearing, play. I've been hearing they're riding with Ritter. They I, like him. Yeah. I, I mean, he reminds we'll me of Ted Lasso for some reason. Is, does Carlos have <laughs> Desmond Ritter on his team? He does. All right, there we go. So he's not going to take a quarterback at eight. He's going to ride with Ritter just like the Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> no fucking way. That, this is what, uh, Paul, you mentioned doing, and I don't want to, you mentioned doing the draft, like, before our draft, before the actual NFL draft. And that's a bold move. That's a risky move. It, it, uh, yeah, it's, that would be bold. I don't know if I would do it then, but I might do it, like, before preseason starts next time. Yeah, I'm down. I'm, I'm totally fine with that. Because I think it, it makes you, this is, this is a good conversation to have. I think it makes you more... You have to lean more on your knowledge. Like, you get a lot of information as soon as these guys take the field with other NFL players. I think it well, helps. I, just get, I think it actually helps bad get, managers. Yeah, that's my point. I don't like to do that. Well, no, I'm saying, I'm, saying <laughs> if we, I'm saying if we do it early, I think it helps bad managers because oh. people will be seeing NFL draft capital and fit. 
and being like, oh, this is a great fit, and they'll draft more on fit and take a player who's actually not as good because maybe he went to the Chiefs, CEH example, right? Right. But if we draft before the NFL draft, everybody's just going on talent. So I, I think bad managers actually get a leg up without uh, the, Yeah, but also, too, it could be like a freaking Eddie Lacy situation. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I, everybody's yeah. high on him, and he turns out to be a complete bust. So you're yeah, right. That could happen after could also be, too. Uh, yeah. It's a little Everybody's easier. Everybody's so high on a player, and, and then they just they don't they don't pan out. That whole that whole conspiracy theory that you just <laughs> threw out there, Trip. You know why it doesn't work? Because still, if you're a bad GM, you get to see the preseason and hear all the reports coming out of preseason from people that aren't bad GMs. Okay, that's very helpful. Okay. That's, and also the other reason I want to I move chalk up it up is the only reason I haven't won every year. <clears throat> <I'm sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> I would definitely go uh, safer if it was pre NFL draft, I think. Yeah, I just I get bored. Uh, and, <laughs> <laughs> That's a good That's point. Mid midsummer like, lull needs to be spiced yeah. up a little bit. We gotta do something because I just I mean you guys probably do you know, you, you you sit there, you stare at your roster and how can I you know, what trades can I make and yeah. What can I offer? And it just you end up getting garbage. So that's that's. And that's <laughs> I was say, like, our league. I'm, I'm, I'm sick of sending. I'm sick of sending you guys horrible draft offers and getting them in return. <laughs> <laughs> but but it's but it's something fun to do with my time on my phone. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. Yeah, our league has gotten stingy. It's in the days of uh, you know fleecing another manager. I think are are gone. Oh, yeah, there were some great trades though. I mean, last yeah. year, and I can't remember this year. I think Paul had the the trade for um, Chris Olave. I thought that was great, um, I and I, I can't can. remember who else. I essentially. Else. Traded oh yeah, I, I made the five. trade. Yeah, I, I made the trade for the second. That's right. So I mean, there's been a few, but that the the off season what was it last year was that was awesome. That was a fun time. Yeah, it was definitely it was definitely exciting. It'll pick up again, I think, too. Once yeah. Uh, Especially once the NFL draft happens. But this is, I mean, I don't know. At set at seven, Corby at seven, where are you going out of all those guys? At number seven, first round. First round, pick seven. Charbonnet, Johnston, Addison, JSN, Gibbs, and Robinson are off the board. Yeah, I oh Charbonnet's off the board. Um I don't think I take a QB. I don't think I take a tight end. So I think you eliminate them. I think you take the best wide receiver available. Yeah. Um, just for value there. I think that just makes the most sense. Um, unless somehow Charbonnet falls to you at seven, I think you take him. But I don't so think that's going to happen. That's now. <laughs> that's a tier of wide receivers that I have yet to uncrack. This is this is where code. you can build like a roster at the back end of the first, yeah. beginning of the second, yeah. drafting wide receivers, chipping right. away. Right. So it shows how on top of things I am because I'm picking at nine and I do not know who I would take out of this. Because really the four wide receivers you're talking about is Keyshawn Boudet, Josh Downs. Zay Flowers Dylan is up Hyatt, there too. Zay Flowers. Yeah. Zay Flowers. Yeah, I was going to say Zay Flowers is there. He, he's probably the guy that you take. Um, yeah, he's again, starting but, to look like he's – it's starting to look like he's not going to slip past the Giants. I have some uh, questions about him, honestly. I, I think Downs is the – more complete player again it's just size like if you look at his productivity and his scores and his target share and all that stuff it's that of an elite receiver but because he's so small 
we don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah. Yeah. Giants at twenty five, sorry. Yeah, but I don't know. Yeah, I'm curious. I'm really curious to see how the draft goes. Yeah. Like I'm I'm curious to see how the NFL draft goes because you know that those those QBs they're just gonna go they're gonna go left left right. Yeah, it's gonna determine more than it ever has. I think this NFL draft and where guys get taken is gonna shake up this dynasty order more than than it has definitely in the last couple of years. Cause it's like, I think if, bit- if somehow if the, if the Eagles draft, if the Eagles draft um, Bijan, I think trip trade every player he has for <laughs> to, to Ray for him. Ray won't do it. I'd offer it. And Ray he would deny yeah. it. You don't think? Yeah. He did. Uh, well, let's, let's think about that for a second. I don't know. Okay. I think Ray, if you were going to offer the house, we're not getting Bijan. Eagles are not getting Bijan. I don't think so either, but there's a lot of talk out there about this. So they take him with 30, that would be incredible. But I still see them either trading that pick because I don't think they have that many uh, other picks. They've got 10, 30, and then they've got like the late second, and they traded other. They're, they're, they don't have, I want to say they only have six or seven picks in this year's draft. Yeah, it's like it's like one, two, three, and then not again until round six or something. I don't think yeah, like no fourth and so wouldn't rounders. it wouldn't surprise me if they if they trade that number thirty and get a couple seconds. Yeah, but we'll see. You know yeah. how he works. Well, what's the more interesting dilemma is if uh, the Eagles take Gibbs at thirty. Does Ray take oh. Gibbs and does Trip ta, get, ta, 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 ta. get Bijan in that scenario? He would love – I really hope that doesn't happen because that would just make – the grin I'm looking at on Tripp's face right now is just is so frustrating. It's possible. That's the, that's that's the, the worst cheesiest. thing about being a home. Oh, man. <laughs> because in that scenario, he either gets an Eagles Gibbs or he gets Bijan Robinson. So. Let's go. <laughs> how he do it. You motherfucker. <laughs> um how did you get into pick two? Who had pick two? Did you have pick two, Corby? No, uh, Donnie. Danny. Yeah, oh, Danny did. Right. And my my fear is that Corby. The, how did we not make that trade? <laughs> I guess we, all right. Well, we, the, the you, opposite of that is what if Gibbs goes to the Cowboys? Yeah, yeah, true. Oh, and no, yeah. That, I, that's more likely to happen <laughs> that one of them becomes a Cowboy. Also, you traded what picks two two and two seven, and I've traded. I traded away two, 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 and, four, two, seven, and two, ten in this draft. And the second round is looking. The second round's looking pretty. It is pr- fruitful. It is pretty. It's nice. actually like in this mock. Even if we move downs and eight chain up to seven and eight, probably. Maybe like Sean Tucker. Or Zach Evans goes, nine ten instead of, Mayer. And Kayshawn. Yeah. But. I mean, they would be RB3s for me, I think. So, yeah. I mean, I also use some of that draft capital to acquire Kyle Pitts from you. So, I mean, those three running backs right there, we're looking at Zach Evans, Sean Tucker, Tank Bigsby. Right in the middle or the top end of round two. Yeah. I like all three of them a I lot. Think, I think, honestly, Roshan Johnson, Kendra Miller, Tajay Spears, they're going a little bit later in this mock, but I think they're in that second round. I think they end up being second round picks. This this draft, the too. second round is going to be all running backs. Like this this is going to be all running backs. Yeah. 
Some yeah, of them are going to be stars. Some of them are going to be roster clockers. This is going to be a running back dogfight in round two. Yep. Corby, you got any picks in round two? Let's see. Hold on. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that's when you, you're you're two I know, five, I know, and I'm two yeah, four. Yeah, <laughs> I moved up for that. I know. Oh, yeah, I was happy, I was happy with that trade because I got rid of uh, Gabe Davis, and obviously he's like he was kind of like a home run guy, but yeah, that was a he good also trade strike out a lot. That was a good yeah. Trade. He just he was um, a and I just all or nothing guy. To, yeah, exactly, and and I just I I don't know. Just looking at him on tape, like he doesn't blow you away with his speed. He's just a big guy. He's, he's an okay route runner. I yeah. think he was in a great offense, you know, great system. Are you um, was on my cell list last year? Yeah. Are you, if you get a wide receiver in round one, are but like all three quarterbacks are on the board for you at two five, and let's say the running back selection is looking like Zach Evans, Tank Bigsby, Sean Tucker. Nah, he he's gone by then. I think. Wow. So I'm gonna tell you right now. Let's just say not my team, right? Not my team. Just in general, <laughs> two five. All right, let's get that. You know, not, I think I gave enough in in in, in round one. Um, I think this is. I think this is where you start to look at those QBs. I think you get yeah. really really good value at five picking. You know, a Bryce Young, C.J. Shroud, or um, or Anthony Richardson. I think if you get one of those guys that is, you know is, is potentially a, an actual dynasty quarterback in the right you know NFL team, um, I think that makes the most sense. Yeah, especially if, especially if you have any kind of need there. Like, yeah, like I don't absolutely. know that. I mean, you're, you're pretty okay at quarterback yourself, but like I, I'm at two four, and I'm definitely considering a quarterback there if, if especially if i have my pick of the litter i'm definitely thinking again exactly and especially with with the the point scoring you know we do the six points per touchdown i think yeah. for value it makes the most sense instead of you know getting one of these rb5 sixes or wide receiver five, you know six seven whatever um unless you're just so high on a guy like you know like a Zach Evans or something like that, that, that you're just like, yeah, I want this guy, Sean Tucker, somebody like that. You just, again, think they're in the right system and, and you need a running back or wide receiver. But I think that for the value at five, the, the, the fifth pick in the second round, um, I think that that QB, you know, probably makes the most sense. Yeah, I mean, it's tough too because tight ends are stacked also. And so yeah. you're sort of, you're sort of the, the choice that you're making in the middle of the second round is – Am I going with a second-tier running back who I really like? Am I going or am I taking a top-tier tight end or quarterback? And but then I, I, it's I not think an easy choice for any of those two categories. Yeah. There's like three potential guys that could be there. It's an interesting spot. I'm, yeah. It's tough. Like, even, like it, in running back, Evans, Tucker, Bigsby, Miller probably, something along those lines. At quarterback, it's Young, Stroud, Spears, Richardson. Yeah. At tight end, how do you guys feel about uh, how do you guys feel about Washington? Washington? Yeah, how do, I was gonna say, how do you feel oh, about Washington? We just talked to him before you got on the air, Corby. You'll have to listen to the beginning he, of this I mean, episode. This guy, <laughs> yeah, he's just insane. <laughs> Dude, he's something else, man. He's something else. It's, he's like the that, player I've been trying you, to get for so long with the Donald Parhams, the Jelani Woods, these giant <laughs> tight ends who can do it yeah. all, and none of them been able to put it together. I was like gonna he already say, though, I mean, does he? Because 
it happens a lot where these these epically athletic tight end prospects come out and it takes a while before i mean even look look at Kyle Pitts had a great rookie season but not the best sophomore season yeah and and historically it takes a while yeah, and he's, he's super young. I'm sure he'll pan out eventually for you there, well, Tripp. But that's that's like I guess that's a guy that you look at at that fifth pick. If if um, what's his face Mayer's gone, which yeah. if he's not, then you really take a gamble. Like, all right, you take Watson over Mayer <clears throat> if you're in love with that just they, insane freak of nature, athletic, like six yeah. seven, whatever he is. Six, you, six. you almost have to hope that the NFL draft dictates some of this for you just by situation. It will. Hopefully, yeah. <laughs> there's also a player that they in this mock selected selected in the fourth round, which I would actually have at the top of my second round, which is Marvin Mims, uh, wide receiver from I, Oklahoma. Yeah, I I really like his his profile. I think he profiles as a solid um, wide receiver too on the outside. So I think he can he can put up some numbers. Um, fourth round is way too low for him as a prospect. That's interesting because. I mean, maybe Man, I'm, I can't maybe wait I'm wrong, to have but our I, draft because this is going to be interesting. I'm going to go back like, and have to cross-reference this. Yeah, I had him in like my top like 15, I think so, or at least you know second round easy. I'm I'm hearing uh, Musgrave too. Uh, Luke Musgrave for the tight end is also is right there with Kincaid, Washington, and Mayer. So you re- and Laporta as well. And then you had the guy from Old Dominion who we also talked about. Scored a perfect 10 relative athletic score. Was hurt last year. Yeah. Comes into the combine and shows out as, like, the best, like, athlete, most athletic freak at the tight end position amongst all these guys. Ever. Zach Kuntz. Yeah. So, anyway, a lot to think about at tight end. lot to think about in the middle of the second round. lot to think about between now and the end of April. Um. Corby, let's I make to, a draft. Let's make a trade happen, guys. Come I, on. I, I was gonna say I want to. Uh, I want to dive in in a little bit to some what ifs here. You know, like uh, like what if you preferred to draft at nine instead of three? What would it take? It would have to take a lot. It have to take quite a bit, Paul. Yeah, yeah. It's probably not probably yeah. not worth it. I uh, probably exactly that, yeah. That's I, that's a huge jump. That's a huge jump and, and fall back. So that would have to be not as much as what the Panthers just gave up, but it would have to be significant. <laughs> yeah, I already <laughs> I already traded back from five. I took I basically drafted Chris Olave with pick five. I thought that was I I love Chris Olave. So, I think it's hard not to. I just you don't know what you're gonna get with um uh, Derek Carr coming over there, but. Yeah, that'll I be. I think for him, long term. Oh, I know exactly what I'm gonna get. A lot of ten yard targets and half point PPR catches, baby. He's gonna have eight eight catches a game. You know? Exactly, eight uh, catches a game for eighty yards and a touch. I might Average have a little different points. opinion on that. But... I mean, he was he was just behind uh, Wilson, right, for um, uh, rookie wide receivers, I think. Yeah, yes, yeah, especially at the beginning of the season, and Olave. Air yards off the charts. Derek Carr, deep ball passer, way more than Andy Dalton. So we're going to talk a little bit more about how this free agency. Yeah, and, and look and yeah, and look who you got throwing him the ball. You had freaking. You started with James Winston, then you went to Andy Dalton. Well, and, now, and then on the Jets, you had uh, 
Yeah, you had freaking what's his name Wilson, and then God knows you had Flacco there for a game or two. You had who Mike? What? Who else did you have for the Jets? A lot of upside. They had everybody, guys. And Olave did better with Jameis Winston because he chucks it deep, and that's what. Speaking of trading trading wide receivers, I feel like Stephon Diggs is on the block. Can you confirm or not confirm this rumor? You know, yeah, I've I've talked to both of you about him. you know, I was just seeing. I'm putting some feelers out there. I'm not getting anything close to what I wanted. So I think. Yeah, it's tough. He's he's he's, he's been part of my. Uh, you know, the reason I've come up short uh, the last couple of years. So I think I'll hold on to him. I think. Uh, I think he's definitely definitely serviceable on my team with uh with the, the, the amount of points that he puts up. I commend you for that, Corby, because a lot of managers get scorned and throw away talent because of it. Yeah. No. I mean, he's he, like. I know he's getting up there in age, but man, that guy, he's gonna he's gonna be a hopefully top five. I mean, know, he had his best you know, fan, he had his best fantasy season of his career last year in a half point PPR league. Was that he finished number four, three? I don't know what he finished. He finished top five. Didn't yeah, he? wide receiver four. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the the thing about it is just that he's twenty nine. So, how many years are you getting? of 250 plus point production. Well, yeah, I mean, that's the beauty of, of dynasty is that if, if you're in win now mode and you've got, you know, a first round, a late first round pick, not number nine. <laughs> <laughs> How late you know? are <laughs> Pick nine for digs. That's a, that's a, you know, it's pretty good. I think it would be, you know, like nine and, 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 and something else. Yeah. I think you're nine and a young there. receiver. Potentially, you know, Brandon Ayuk, maybe, uh, maybe. Uh, How funny would that be? Come huh. full circle, Paul, because that's who I traded you, Brandon Ayuk, and all those picks for Stefan Diggs. How funny would that yeah, be? Yeah, Stefan Diggs and Miles Sanders. That would be pretty yep. hilarious because that would be. Speaking uh, of Miles Sanders, he's coming to, to Charlotte on a four-year contract. Reunited oh, yeah. with, uh, yeah, what's right. his face? That's right. So, yeah. Yeah, we're going to be breaking that down in our free agency trade episode um i like it i like it we'll see what happens yeah there's a lot we got some we got some stuff to work with boys we got some stuff to work with here you know what i mean i think we do i don't want to raise your players values too much corby but uh i like it for miles yeah i mean i like my i do yeah for digs thing (laughs) but i liked it for miles before they just traded everything away to get you know that first pick so hopefully they can get some something back if they trade it but i don't know we'll see We'll see. I'm not, I'm not sure what, what the Panthers are thinking of doing. So, All right, man. Well, hey, listen, we appreciate you joining us. Good luck. Thanks for having me for this long, boys. I know. I, I feel like I, I extended my you know, but appreciate it on this, this fine Sunday evening. Hey, Anytime man. we can pry information from our league. Yeah, and, and, <laughs> and the listeners benefit, too. You know, it's good to get an, an, another point of view, especially three years in a row championship. Uh, yeah, yeah, we are. Uh, oh God, they're playing the music. That means we have to get off the stage, boys. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, this has been good. This has been good. We're gonna roll into some free agency talk too, and uh, we'll uh, we'll let her rip. We'll have you back on soon, Corby. You have a good night and uh, appreciate it, boys. Good luck. Talk to you. See you later. Peace.